Hello and welcome to Early Childhood Ireland's podcast. Our podcast series features interviews and discussions on all issues relating to quality early learning and care with a range of speakers who are leaders in the areas that matter to Early Childhood Ireland members. I'm Maura Corbett and I work with Early Childhood Ireland. In these two episodes, we're marking the anniversary of COVID arriving in Ireland by looking at the impacts that the pandemic has had on children, their families, and the early learning and school-age care settings that they attend. So to hear the story of one Early Childhood Ireland member, I'm delighted to be joined in this episode by Orla Doyle, the owner of Carrie Brishta and Kilegny Early Learning and Care and School-Age Childcare Settings in Wexford. Orla and her husband, James, work full-time in both settings with their highly qualified management teams, and they're hugely committed to the provision of high-quality care through continuous involvement in reflection and participation in a range of programmes to support excellence. And I know Orla will mention some of these. So Orla, you're really welcome. Good morning. Hi to all your listeners as as, as Anne-Marie. How are you? So Orla, can we start by hearing a bit about the development of your settings? When did you open? What's your ethos? Um, okay. You know, how did Carrie Brishta come to be the setting it is today and Kilegny along the way? Yes. Um, I suppose we started off in 2006. Um, very small, very, um, I was, I'm a, I'm a child minding actually, like, like before this, and then that like expanded. So we built our first place Um and then in 2012, then we built another place on site. Uh, we're very lucky. I, I married a farmer, so we had 30 acres on site to develop. Um, and being from a farming background, kind of outdoor, was just very natural to us that we saw our own children and how much they loved outdoor. Um, so I suppose we we wanted that provision to be um, to be able to work with the regulations which we. We we have done along the way, um, uh, and uh, yeah, it, uh, then we combine that with the approaches of kind of Montessori, um, Reggio Emilia, and, and Forest Schools, and um, we made our own ethos and philosophy out of all of those. We we merged them all um, in, into what it is today. And Kilegny is a second setting. Kilegny, yeah, it's, it's actually 7K from, from um, Chicago. So it's, it's, it's an old, old schoolhouse. Um, so it's very, very beautiful. It just has that kind of a natural ambiance to it that is um, suited to uh, actually very young children. So it works very well, yeah. Great. And it's quite near Caragbrishta, isn't it? It's about 7K, yeah. yeah okay. 7K. Okay, so you and James are able to... We're um, over and back every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. So can you take us back to that day, the 12th of March in 2020, when uh, Taoiseach, then Taoiseach Leo Bradford ordered the settings to close? Absolutely. Um, I think, Marie, it was the shock. It was almost like a bereavement had hit the Um it was for every provider, I'm sure, right through the country. Um, there was an eeriness that came over the settings for those few days. There was a sense of loss. Um, I just walked through the settings and it, it was overwhelming, the feeling. Um, I've never experienced anything like it before. And I really hope I never experience anything like it again. Um, but, you know, I suppose 
then the, the, the initial shock just wore off. Um, and I use my oldest and best coping strategies is to work through it. Um, and just in this very unexpected time, just to plan and to use my time um, to reopen the place as actually safely as we could for everybody. Um, so, yeah, so that's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. So straight straight away in March, you 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 were planning your reopening strategy. That's it. Yeah, it took three months. It took the, it, it actually took that. We it was a couple of days that, as I say, we were totally just like numb. Um, and then you pick up the pieces and you say, okay, we have to get going here and uh, get this open for these children. Yeah. So mm. that was my. We have to carry on. Yeah. yeah so what did you do? How was the reopening in June? Okay, so we devised a plan um, uh, that would see us, I suppose, partnership with families is enormous to me. So to tell me that I couldn't have parents come in was huge. Um, And I I really, really struggled. So I suppose if if the families can't come in, then we have to go out. And that's what our our solution was. so in order to, to make that happen in Ireland, we know it rains a lot. So we had to put in um, shelters um, and um, we had to have outdoor eating areas. Then um, we had outdoor toilets. We, that, that took a considerable amount of work. Then I suppose we were thinking with ratios, you know, I suppose the safest way was for one adult to be with a small cohort of children. So basically, we split ourselves right up, right through the settings. Um, so basically, every everyone had a very, very low like ratio, and they worked on their own with the, with the, their own little children, and it worked really, really well. Um, I suppose it was always my plan, and the dream was to have this kind of a provision in Ashikagrishta and Ashikalagni. So out of the worst of situations comes good. Um, and, you know, uh, it, it was it was difficult, but it, it as I say, it was so rewarding to be able to make this kind of happen, you know. Um, and then on the 23rd, or the 29th of the 3rd, I should say, we opened our doors with, and we were eager. Um, there was a sense of relief in the settings. You could feel it. It was tangible. Um, the COVID numbers within the areas were low. Um, so this was, back, this was back in June. This was back in June. Um, so we were very comfortable with it. Uh, we had every policy. We had done the the homework. I, I I have an excellent you know team that were just behind the doors, kind of thinking up of every scenario. Um, so it was really well organised. And I think it was reassuring for the children and for the families and for the team ourselves. We knew what we were doing. Yeah. And you had done things like videos. We we have one of those videos on our reopening website where you had prepared the children and the families for. Yeah. And you know, fully, that prepared us too. Because it Mm. was almost like, um, it, it was almost a rehearsal of kind of what was going to come for the weeks ahead. So mm. everyone was was a winner for that, Mary, and um, it just worked really, really well. Um, it was a simple thing, but it definitely gave everyone a step-by-step. 
approach as to, you know, we have to remember they didn't come in the normal entrance that came in anymore. And now it was all new. There was a, there was an entrance and there was an exit, a kind of exit. It was a one-way system. Um, mm. All, you know, the morning snacks went into an outdoor fridge rather than the usual fridges. And so I suppose... I think seeing is believing, and then when you have it in a video, you can you can just see how this is going to work for us, you know. Um, mm. So yeah, it it was it was very beneficial for everybody. Yeah. So um, so June came, September came, the CC scheme came back, and then December came. Yes. And how did that feel? Yeah, that was so different. Um, I suppose we were. It it was very different, purely from the point of view from kind of Wexford was badly hit with COVID over Christmas um, so we were nervous we were all nervous um, I, I don't normally suffer with nerves too badly but this is I had a huge sense of responsibility to make this work um, I knew a lot of our families they needed us to open on, on the 4th um, and I had a responsibility to be there for them so you know our teams were absolutely behind us um, and they were just simply incredible. Um, what it did require was a huge amount of work of the, of the logistics of actually managing. As I say, we had a plan and now the plan was coming into play. We had to mm. plan for if somebody had to go into isolation, that we had somebody else to replace them in the, to keep the place open. So we had two cohorts of our staff at all times, one at home and one in work. Um, but, you know, that did take a bit of managing, all right. But um, I have to say, they were simply amazing, yeah. So at that stage, you had moved from managing the restrictions to managing the situation. COVID. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's exactly the way it was. Um, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, that we had, I suppose, thankfully, we were very, very fortunate. Having said that, any illness was treated as though we'd covid uh, like myself included, if I had a head cold, I was gone. I was gone for 10 days, you know. And I, like at one point, it, it just went to 17 days. And I suppose that was the biggest challenge was the guidelines were kept changing. Um, so it was 10 days, now 17 days, then I'm back to 14 days. <laughs> that, was, that, was the, that was a bit tricky. Um, but, you know, everyone was doing their very best and, and um, you know, in like in, just including all the government departments. So it was just, it was firefighting. That's what it was, you know. But thankfully, we're, we're on the 3rd of March now. Yes. And it'll be later in March by the time, um, by the time this podcast is, yeah. is, is broadcast. So at that stage, the ECC children will be back. Yeah. 